I was doing just fine. You came in. I am now emotionally distraught because of your state, but you're already in a bad state of mind. And now I'm asking you to comfort me. Mm-hmm. Isn't it a terrible thing to do as a husband? Why would I make my wife, who's emotionally dysregulated and frustrated, be responsible for taking care of me in that moment? Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, how to take your marriage to the next level using emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence, baby. Yeah. We're going to become all EQ'd up and super smart. Yep, I got me some. You got you some. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you some right here. (laughs) Okay, here we go. I have another one here. And this has been coming up a lot. All right. If I were to say um, emotional intelligence, what does that mean to you? What do you think emotional intelligence is? It's thrown around a lot. EQ is another way. EQ comes from kind of the uh, variation of IQ, which is intelligence quotient. It's how you measure uh, how smart a person is based upon... um, kind of data points right and and testing and then 20 years ago when this concept of emotional intelligence when it showed up they just borrowed the q and put an e in front of it so eq what do you think emotional intelligence means well i think emotional intelligence means your um uh, another way to put it would be like emotional awareness of okay. your uh, of yourself yeah. and those around you um, being able to to read what's going on with people okay there's a couple key components of emotional intelligence and if you can master these things in your relationship emotional intelligence is one of the best things you can do to make your marriage a thousand times better mm-hmm. by learning how to develop it Um, one of the things that is required is just awareness that you are able to be aware of, identify, name, label the emotions that you are experiencing in the middle of any given situation, especially in high stress or high conflict Mm. situations. You have that self-awareness that you can say, I recognize I am in this state of mind, but just awareness itself is not enough. You Don't have, you have to be able to regulate yourself Regulating as well? is the second part. So you're not just held captive like autopilot right? Um, where these emotions come through and you're able to recognize I am completely uh, dysregulated and I'm out of my mind and there's nothing I can do about it. I'm just going to kind of ride this raft down the rapids right. here and, and see where it goes. That's not emotional intelligence. That's just being able to uh, identify it, but that's not... Um, being able to regulate it. So the ability to regulate emotions is also a key component of emotional intelligence. But then there's a third component, which is being able to do all of that with another human being <laughs> where you can sit in the room and you can recognize your feelings. You can regulate your feelings. You can also be aware of and identify the feelings in others, mm-hmm. but based upon their nonverbal communication. And then oftentimes having that confirmed by their verbal communication, right. 
how are you feeling? What's going on? And they can say, I am mad. And you go, I thought you were kind of angry because of, you know, the foam that's at the corners of your mouth <laughs> and the chairs that were flying across the room. I was getting that hint that you were angry. You're able to recognize and and factor in other people's emotional states into an interaction. But also your behaviors now also contribute to helping them regulate their emotions as opposed to dysregulating their emotions. So if you are angry, if you're upset, if you are scared, if you're worried, it's my responsibility if I care about you, if I'm in a relationship with you, to do things to help you regulate that state so that you're not being held captive by that dysregulated state that you are in. So I might talk calmly to you. I might choose to delay a conversation because you're not in the right mental state. All these things are done to help you regulate yourself in some way. So awareness, regulation, and others. Those are the big pieces of emotional intelligence. That that would also include, this is a weird way to start a question, but, but would that also include um, you're with someone who's a high emotional state or dysregulated mm-hmm. emotionally or upset with you or whatever, um, and you don't become dysregulated because of their dysregulation. Absolutely. Make- the fancy term for that is differentiation. Mm-hmm. You can regulate your state while someone else is in a dysregulated state in some way. You are differentiated from them. That was something I sucked at in our relationship early on. And I never understood how much it affected our relationship until one day you came home because you were out shopping, you were doing whatever. And I was doing just fine. When you were gone, I was enjoying watching a football game and I was just relaxed and I was in a calm state of mind. And you came home and you were triggered. I think it was the traffic or someone at the, at the grocery store would just treated you terribly. And you were pissed and hurt and angry and, and frustrated and just done with the world. And the minute you walked in and I picked up on all of that negative, hurtful energy that you were experiencing, meaning you were in a hurt state, you weren't being hurtful towards me, but mm-hmm. you were in a hurt state. I became so dysregulated myself that I came up to you and I started, you know, are we okay? Are we fine? Did I do something to hurt you? What's going on? And again, it it was such a broad shift, an immediate shift in the situation. It was like, okay, I was doing just fine. You came in. I am now emotionally distraught because of your state, but you're already in a bad state of mind. And now I'm asking you to comfort me. Mm-hmm. Isn't it a terrible thing to do as a husband? Why would I make my wife, who is emotionally dysregulated and frustrated, be responsible for taking care of me in that moment? And it was just so stark. And it's like, wow, I can't believe I'm putting all this pressure on you. This is why being the healthiest version of myself as a husband is the best gift I can give you right. as, as a loving husband. I'm, and, and as I care about you as my wife, the healthier I become, the better I get to treat you. Right. And so I, I caught myself in that moment. I said, hold on a second. What is it? I have to give myself permission to be in the same state that I was in three minutes ago before you walked in, which mm-hmm. was relaxed, happy, fine, content. And to maintain that state, 
while you are angry, frustrated, disappointed, right. hurt. And I get to I get to be separate from from you and let you navigate through that experience. But I can be nearby, I can comfort, I can support, right. but I don't, it doesn't help you for me to become dysregulated to, or exactly. match your energy. Exactly. You're, you're exactly right when you talk about that differentiation is huge uh, and being able to help and is another component of emotional intelligence. Yeah, that, that one's a little harder for some people than it others. It is really, really tricky for sure. Absolutely. But emotional intelligence, can you picture a husband and a wife who are both like, Okay, I'm aware of what's going on. I have enough self-awareness that I can say in this situation, I am feeling this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, I came home, and what kind of mood was I in? Oh, you were in a bummer mood. I was not doing great yesterday. And I knew I was not doing great. And so what did I, how did I describe what was going on? Do you remember? Uh, offhand, no, yeah. sorry. I said, I've had a bad day at work. I am not really feeling great at the moment. You and I are okay. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of put that in there. We're just fine, but I'm not in a great state of mind at the moment. Um, and I'm going to be kind of uh, just... In the state for however yeah, long I need to I'm be. I'm going to be in a bad mood for a while. Right. And you were like, okay, that's fine. That's great. And, and I, I was... I, 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 and I just ask you if you want to talk about it. Yeah. And you said no. And I said, when you're ready, just exactly. let me know. Yeah. Um, and normally, normally in the past, I'd be like, oh, man, what did I do? Paul's sure. upset with me. Yeah. It makes you uncomfortable it, being in proximity to my pain. Yeah. Exactly. But it's interesting that we, that we, I mean, and you had just come in. Yeah. So there was nothing that could be wrong no. between us. But it's really interesting how our brains are wired to assume that we've yeah. done something wrong and that we're, well, at least that's how mine goes. Yeah, that's a holdover from childhood development called egocentricity. All little kids believe that they are responsible for everything that happens around them, both the good and the bad. And the sooner that we can grow out of that and recognize we can be good people and crappy things still happen <laughs> around us and it's not our fault. Right. That's a healthy developmental stage to go through but some people never grow out of it some people always believe that they're responsible for everyone's feelings and experiences around them interesting yeah egocentrism or egocentric huh interesting little, little fascinating little developmental fact. history lying there um but let, yesterday required emotional intelligence on both of our parts right i was able to identify and recognize where i was at i was able to regulate it i didn't instantly make myself feel good but i no. also didn't bark at you i wasn't no. snappy at you i wasn't yelling at the kids i didn't kick the dog i didn't throw things across the house i was regulated in my emotional state mm -hmm. um and just having to weather a bad day. Everyone has bad days. Yep. Emotional intelligence doesn't mean that you have good days all the time. It means you're able to recognize the bad days. Yeah. I always put it back into the weather analogy. You know, storms come, rains come. You will never be able to stop that. But they're not a problem if you've got a really good raincoat, if you're indoors, you've got a nice cozy fire, and you've got a stack of books to read and right. a hot cocoa. Those are actually sometimes um, endurable days. But if you're not prepared for those and you're stuck outside in shorts and a t-shirt and you're shivering and cold, those are miserable because you're not prepared for it. Sure. So um, having the tools whenever the good and the bad days come is what makes it possible for couples to have healthy relationships. Right. 
so again, back to this couple, that this fictitious couple we're talking about. When a husband and a wife are able to take responsibility for their own feelings, they're not taking out their frustration and anger because they're dysregulated and lashing out at their spouse, which then makes that person feel like they don't care about me. Right. You don't love me. I don't deserve this. This is unfair. And I'm going to retaliate back and I'm going to elevate and I'm going to escalate the situation. And then now I am already feeling bad and being attacked by my wife because I'm already attacking. It just goes kablooey. Yeah. Yeah. And so emotional intelligence, the ability to recognize, regulate and resonate with other people. I just made all all three of those up, but it works pretty good. Yeah. Um, When you can do all of those things, couples learn how to treat each other really, really well. Right. No matter the situation. That's why emotional intelligence is so important for a healthy relationship. So what are one or two things that say someone goes, hmm, I'm not sure if I have emotional intelligence or not, but, or I probably don't because I am very reactive to everything. What are one or what are one or two ways or things that people can do to help develop their emotional intelligence? Yeah. Yeah. That like the, the one or two key, key things, it's not going to fix everything or make Mm -hmm. them perfect at it, but really just some really key. Yeah. Most people who uh, struggle with emotional intelligence actually have a difficult time being present in the moment. They're always kind of either thinking 20 minutes ahead or 20 minutes behind. Um, And they're never kind of present in the moment. So the people who can learn how to be um, tuned into what's happening to them right now and then develop the skill of articulating that Mm. out loud. Okay. Um, be lay the foundation and have the the best tools possible to start being able to do this in emotional state so for instance you start with concrete things that are easy to see and measure this meal that i'm having do i like this meal what do i like about it is it the flavor is it the spice is it the heat is it the restaurant is it the environment that we're in what is it about this meal that i'm enjoying meal uh, food is very tangible it's very concrete What is it about this coat that I like as opposed to that coat? Why would I want this one over that one? Being able to articulate why. I call it finding your flavors. Why do I like this kind of music right now as opposed to this kind of music right now? What does this music do for me here that I would prefer to listen to this this band as opposed to this band over here? And if you can start to clarify those whys and the reasoning behind all those very concrete, very tangible things... Now you're able to start to move that into the emotional world as well. I'm feeling frustrated right now, but I've got all this practice of being able to identify my motivations and what I'm actually experiencing in the moment. I think I'm upset because the tone of voice the person had towards me or I'm mm-hmm. disappointed in this thing or I'm frustrated with that thing. You're able to identify it more easily because you've had, you've practiced, you've built this muscle in, in all these other areas. Right. I've, I've given this assignment to lots of clients and they said it's one of the most helpful uh, assignments I've ever given them because they sure. start to they start to live in the present. They start to understand their own motivations and they start to just accept themselves. Right. I don't have to be all things to all people. I happen to like this kind of music. I will always like this kind of music. That's just what I like. Right. Doesn't matter the reason why. I just know that I like it and so I choose to listen to this music most of the time. Some people who... Find out that I like this kind of music and I don't like their band. We might not be best friends. Can I be okay with that? <laughs> right, right. Yes, I can. So would something like even um, a, a 
like you get up in the morning and you just to, for for practicing being in the present yeah. as well. You get up in the morning and you just sit there for a few minutes and you just say, "Okay, what am I feeling?" May not be emotional feelings, but it can be I'm feeling this uh, tightness in yeah. my in my chest. Yeah. Why I'm, do I think this? I'm feeling yeah. this tightness. What? I'm a little tired this morning, or I'm a little excited, or I'm a little energized, or I'm a little apprehensive, or I'm mm-hmm. a little anxious. Yeah. I think a lot of times. Um, when it comes to emotional intelligence, a lot of people don't actually know how to verbalize what emotions they're feeling. They don't have the words for it. They, they it's just yeah. hard. I know I fell into that camp, but it's it's a lot easier to identify the sensations that you may be having in your body that are speaking those those um emotions yeah and again that's concrete that's the somatic right. stuff what's on what i'm feeling physically as yes. opposed to emotionally. And th- i guess that goes back to when yeah. you were talking about the concrete things yeah what do i want right now do i want to get up and take a walk do i want to take a shower am i hungry do i want to go back to bed identifying those things doesn't mean you always do those things. exactly yes Man, that's so that's true so true i want to just roll over and go back to bed <laughs> like this morning but i need to get up and do something yep this so, morning i'd like to stay in bed and yeah. not get up but i got up and went for a hike yep. anyway so. identifying identifying it doesn't mean that you're going to do it so that is the beginning of emotional intelligence you'll be able to identify and and get clear on what you are feeling and then articulating it a lot of people, it's just kind of an amorphous kind of idea in their head. Right. But when you can articulate it, when you can explain it to someone else, then it's like, okay, I'm actually getting getting the hang of this. I'm yeah. getting better at it. Yeah. That's, that's where it starts. That's a great one. And again, this is a way to revolutionize your marriage. It's going to be amazing when you see couples start to do this more and more and more. Mm-hmm. It's really unfortunate. Uh, it's actually hard when one spouse is highly emotional intelligent and the other person is very low in emotional intelligence <laughs> because that low emotional intelligence person is often doing things on an autopilot that is genuinely hurtful and the high emotional intelligence person is able to actually identify what they're doing that's hurtful right. and they work their hardest to try to change them, fix them, teach them, educate them, everything they can to make them emotionally intelligent. It doesn't work. Right. So I, I giggle because uh, I think we were pretty imbalanced when once you started gaining emotional intelligence. Yeah. Um I didn't get I didn't pick up on that quite so fast. Yeah. Like tortoise slow. <laughs> Sorry. You're not there anymore. You've no you've caught up. We we're, we're pretty equal in all of this now. We do our best to kind of at least identify. Right. I think I might be able to regulate just a skosh yes. better than you at the moment. Yeah, I think that's you're, okay. Yeah. That's we have our moments. We have our moments. So. And then there's other goofy things that set me off and you have to ride the wave with me. Yep. That's just how it goes. Anyway, emotional intelligence. That's what we're encouraging everyone to figure out and learn how to do. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. All righty. Goodbye. Bye-bye.